your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talking text line. I will say in about nine minutes, Vicki Markison, lacrosse mayoral candidate, is uh, going to join us. And we'll see how long she can join us. I think she's going to be at like a chicken queue or something. So I don't know if she's going she's gonna to be able to, to just to wander around eating chicken and, and talking to us at the same time. But we'll find out. Uh, but before we do that, I got William Garcia. He's the Lacrosse County Democratic Party chair. Hello. He's he's in with us now. You can do that. I didn't have your mic. Hello. <laughs> and uh, we have some big news. So this is going to be the second last show that I do at 5 p.m. The, the, the Lacrosse Talk p.m. show that we do. And starting next week. So it'll be fun, William. Starting next week, you and I are right, going I'm to. Joining. Yeah, you're joining yep. the, the crew, and starting next week, we're going to take over at 11 a.m., the Rush Limbo spot, and it, it's the kind of the perfect time to do this. Is it going to give us three hours in the morning, right before a mayoral debate, or not a debate, everything's a debate, right before the mayoral election on right. April 6th, and we'll, we'll have three hours to break down. All the wonderful <laughs> Democratic stuff, all the time. Yeah. and All Democrats, all the time. And we can talk about, you know, obviously, you know, a lot of the, you know, and because it'll be three hours long, uh, taking over for that Rush Limbaugh spot, uh, you know, we'll have, we can have one hour, we can just go. And I don't, how do you want to do that? Do you want to go local, state, federal, have it just no, we'll a, mix it up. We'll do, we'll, you know, some days we'll do federal first and some days we'll do local first. And, and then we can mix it up within the hour. I guess whatever the news topic of the day right, yeah. is. Whatever, whatever big news comes out, we could be like, hey, look at the great stuff Democrats are doing right now. Yeah, and, and, and it'll just be, you know, this will take a little bit of getting used to for, for me and, and for you as well. I think talking Very on the radio. Yeah, it's going to be tricky. Talking on the radio for three hours. Do you guys, you know, you have your, what, third Wednesday? Third Monday? Third Monday of every month. Yeah, the Democratic Party... Um, of Lacrosse County meets every third Monday online at this point, but that doesn't happen for three hours, right? And you're no, not. It's an hour and a half. So yeah, a three coming up with stuff for three hours is going to be very tricky. But I'm, you know, I'm okay. It'll yeah. All right. And your your field, uh, growing up is is like you're you're into uh, debate and um, I yes. want to say drama because you just mentioned drama to me before. Right. But well, you're I did both. I did theater and drama. Yeah, so I'm, I'm ready to argue eloquently, <laughs> argue eloquently, but like with excellent elocution, you know, we just have a couple of minutes, obviously. So just like a little tease, you know, some of the things that I wrote down, William, I wrote down way too much. But um, what was it that we were we were talking about before the show? Just kind of tease voting rights and we were doing voting rights. Uh, you know, this this story on wisdomnews.com too is uh, Evers is asking uh, Donald Trump and Bill Fian to pay him back for the 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 election lawsuit. To pay the governors back, so to pay us back, to pay the taxpayers back. Yeah, so that's a big story. Um, Mandela Barnes was in Lacrosse. You know, if 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 we were doing this regularly at eleven to two, eleven a.m. to two p.m., Mandela was in Lacrosse. We would have we would have maybe just had him on. We would have had him on. We would have had him on, or or I could have sat here or put you in this chair, and then I could have been out at the MTU on Isle de Plume. And we could have just had Ben Mandela Barnes live. Here we are. We were talking live with Mandela Barnes, uh, the lieutenant governor of Wisconsin. I want plenty of time for an in-depth interview. 
you know, and, and some of the other things, like if we just wanted to, if, like, what would you say is just like the biggest news? The, the, is it repealing the mask mandate? Is it these, the, the voting, the, the HR one bill? Just what, what do you think would be like the hot hitting topic? Well, I think if right we, now the Biden, um, $2 trillion infrastructure plan that uh, Biden just released yesterday. I think that's the big thing that we would be talking about right now. Yeah, and how... Such a huge thing. And then we can just take that federally state. We could make it each one because, like, how is La Crosse County, how is the city of La Crosse going to divvy up that money? How is the state going to divvy up that money? And that's part of the legislature's uh, issue right now is the GOP-controlled state legislature, even though they went 10 months without doing a single thing, now they want control of how we spend that money. Right, right. Uh, which seem which seem a little a little bit uh, you know you guys kind of failed for ten months so why would we bless you with the the new power of of not failing um, <laughs> I don't I don't get it like I don't I don't understand um, the the other thing you kind of pointed out too is uh, Republicans uh, have proposed a bill this was it this is coming back to me now Republicans have proposed a bill to Governor Evers to essentially make it that people who aren't vaccinated can don't have to essentially people who are vaccinated don't yeah, have to show that it will be illegal to require COVID vaccinations for participation in things for entry into programs, things like that. So if I wanted to go to the movies and the movie theater on the South side said, you know what, we, we require you to show a vaccine card that you got vaccinated. So everyone that comes to the theater, they Republicans are saying, we, 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 we you can't that. do that. Yeah. We will not do that. Um, but we're not doing that. Are we? No, 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 of course not, because that would be um, uh, that wouldn't make a lot of sense, especially right now when it's still very tricky to get vaccinated. But, you know, it's always important for uh, Republicans to make a big deal out of problems that don't actually exist. Right. So we're just we're just uh, trolling yep. uh, something that isn't actually happening in Wisconsin. Exactly. Um, but if a business wanted to do that, I would have a little bit of an issue with uh, a business. But also, like, I don't then I don't go to your business. Right. So right, well, which is which is how it's supposed to work. I don't know a how private business can do what they want, right? Um, and then, but you know, it's a, it's it's tricky. So I don't know if I completely have a problem with making that a rule. Hey, businesses or, or entities can't require a vaccine, but also nobody's doing that. So because I think if anyone did that, we would probably pitchforks and and tiki torches. So. Um, yeah. Anything else? Like uh, this? This is this is going to start up on Monday, so it's going to be a little bit of a. Right. I think so. I've got a lot of research to do between now and then. Is what you're telling me? I've, well, I've I mean, we've been. Like, I mean, we've been reading and things to do. We we've been practicing for a couple of weeks, uh, right, so to speak. True. Practicing. We've been doing um, some other stuff, and then like kind of game planning how how each of this is going to go. But it's always nice to talk it out on air too. I like to do it on the air because then it's just sa- I'm saving time and I'm I'm giving content at the right. same time. So if we just talk about how we're going to internally, we do the internal talks on the air because we're for the people. Hey, but I mean, with three hours, we'll be able to like look at all the laws that got uh, either uh, turned in or, or, or passed, uh, you know, that day and, and break them down for what they're going to do for the people, uh, good or bad. And uh, we'll be able to look at um, the fights that Evers and the Republican Congress are going to constantly have. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be like a three-hour deep dive into, uh, I mean, it'll be fun. I, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. That's William Garcia. He's the La Crosse County Democratic Party chair. I'm Rick Solom. Brad's got to do the news. When we come back, Vicki Markison, who's running for mayor, she'll be on with us uh, while she's eating chicken, I think. She's at a chicken queue. So we'll be back after this. Thanks, William. All right, welcome back to La Crosse Talk PM 608. 
785-7914 is the talk and text line. Vicki Markison on with us from the Logan High School parking lot. High is that parking so, lot. Now, yes. do you do you have your car parked so that you can I at least do. see the game? Okay. Because otherwise, yeah, I will admit I was a little cold, so coming into the car is actually a blessing. Yeah, but no, it's an exciting. It's an exciting day. So my son, who was a senior at Logan High School, has his first home soccer game. So I couldn't miss it. But boy, it's a little chilly out. So yeah, so I went from a chicken queue to the soccer game, and I will go back to the chicken queue. Now, how how are the Rangers doing in their first uh, home game of the spring? You know, they're down a little bit, but um, I laughed a little bit after halftime, so there's still plenty of time for them to to regain. But I will tell you this. It's been a year since, uh, well, it's been a year since my son's tired, out-of-shape legs (laughs) have played (laughs) soccer. (laughs) Vicki, I ran to my car. I ran to my yeah. car to just grab something that I had forgot, and I ran back right before the show started, and I went, wow, I can't do that anymore because I'm going to start the show out of breath. <laughs> so I know, and I'm, I'm sure your son's in a little bit better shape than I am, but um, yeah, you know what you need to do, Vicky, when these, when these games are cold and uh, you know, you're chilly out there watching, is you just have to, like a crazy mom, run up and down the sidelines screaming at the refs. You'll, you'll keep plenty warm. <laughs> That would uh, uh, that would make my son really proud of me. I'm sure because you know at this age they get embarrassed really easily. So that would that would be a shoe in. I think that, that may- would be awesome. I think that maybe the TV cameras that are trying to get game highlights might turn to the sidelines and be like crazy uh, mayoral candidate mom uh, is yes. is causing a ruckus at Logan Soccer. Right. Game. That would be fantastic. I think that's a really great idea. <laughs> if you want, hey, no headline's a bad headline. Last week we, or uh, yeah, last week when we talked, you had the headline of walking through people's grass, uh, yeah. ruining everyone's spring grass. And this week, but okay, uh, let's we'll we'll get serious because I know you you want to get back to the game, and we got a couple minutes uh, to talk. And um, we're we're getting down to it. Obviously, I, I had Mitch on yesterday, but just just in in terms of. You know, is there any message that you still want to get out there that that I know we've hit every topic known to man or known to the city of lacrosse, but is, you know, like I know I, Mitch, somebody texted in last week that, that, you know, what is your biggest thing when you become mayor that you, you want to tackle? Yeah, the biggest thing, I mean, there's most pressing and there's the biggest, right? So most pressing, obviously, it continues to be the town of Campbell water that's a big one out there. Of course, we got fire department. You know that news happening with uh, is it going to be on the north side or what's happening? But um, but from a safety standpoint, I'm certainly staying ahead of the town of Campbell and the water situation that's happening there. But otherwise, you know, my my number one has always been you know t- trying to keep our property taxes um, level, being the city portion, and it, and then so a big player in that, a big piece of that is the economic stimulus money and what kind of restrictions are on that and possibilities. But yeah, so but. Heading into Tuesday, you know, it starts to get a little bit lighter of messaging because at this point we're starting to encounter people that have already voted and people have already decided we're headed. And then even more odd, we're headed into a holiday weekend. So with Easter being the Sunday before elections, that's a that's a whole other lighthearted feel to it. Yeah, definitely. And and your if people want to go and and see you and talk to you, can they do that? Like when we're done here and your game is done, are you heading back to, is it called the Sprout for Kids chicken queue? 
It is, yeah. It's at Pearl Street Brewery, and um, she has been doing it from 11 this morning. I was there at 2.30. It was nonstop cars, which was great, and um, I'm guessing she's probably pretty busy right now, so I'll be heading over right after the game. So uh, Pearl Street Brewery, you can drive up. You can get some um, amazing chicken from Pogies. And um, I'll be there. I'm guessing probably about six o'clock. Are you dishing out? O'clock. Are you di- when you're there? Do you do you bring signs to just dish out to people if anyone wanted? Si- I don't know what. I, I'm out of signs. Out of you signs. know that's a good thing. You don't want signs left at this point. Yeah. They're not doing any good sitting. So yeah, I literally handed out my last sign yesterday. So, um, but nope, not even campaign literature. I have my button on, but I'm there to help raise money for, you know, the causes that they're raising money for. I'll say hello to people. Of course, I got to end it with a vote for Vicky if they live in La Crosse. But, uh, but no, it just uh, it feels good to, honestly, it's a sense of normalcy. That it's just doing something normal that has a slight political component to it, but that's not that's not why I'm doing it. Uh, campaign finance numbers came out. We talked with Mitch a little bit about that. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I you're you outraised him is that, were you surprised uh, by outraising him or or did you I, have any I was yeah so what what I'll tell you is I talked to Doug Farmer and I talked to Mayor Cabot that was the last contested mayoral race and they said they raised about 40 40 to 50,000 and so I set that goal and I was actually feeling like, oh darn I didn't hit my goal so um you know we're in the middle of a pandemic and the fact that that was eight years ago and I raised less than they did, I um, I was surprised when the when the headline came out. But you know, I'm I'm proud of how many people contributed. There's something's off in the math because I had done the math of you know I my my biggest contributor is myself. Yeah. I I am the largest contributor to my campaign. Um, and so when I pulled that out, my I was calculating my average contribution was about two hundred and eight dollars and. Um, and I have a lot of, um, as the article pointed out, yeah, I have business owners in there. I have employees. I, I have a lot of retirees. That was the piece that surprised me. So, um, but the, but the amount of people that contributed, I'm, I'm really proud of. Yeah, I would say too. And I, and I don't know if you're pointing to my math. Is that what you're saying? Or because I, I had you at like 286. I believe I took out yours and Mitch's contributions because I make, I think Mitch made a, like a 6,000 something contribution to his own campaign and you uh, a little over 4,000. So I tried to take those yeah. out and then I counted, I think you had three pages of 33 contributions and then the, the, there was a fourth page. So that's, I, yeah. I did some rough math, but yeah, uh, if you were 286, but if you say it was 208 because of, of maybe different math, I guess, um, not, but there wasn't <laughs> a huge, uh, there wasn't a huge discrepancy there between, and I, I don't know why there would be, but you, you point out something interesting. You talked to uh, eight years ago, those two candidates raised more money than both of you. Uh, that's not how politics have worked of late, but that may be a sign of the times, huh? It is, and I'm also really proud um, and made a point that um, I was really trying to get 100% local, and then I had um, $400 come in from three people out of town cumulative, like total of $400. I'm like, oh, now I'm only 98% <laughs> in La Crosse County. So darn those people from out of town. No, but um, but yeah, that's another piece. I'm, I'm really proud that these are local people contributing to my campaign. And that that was one of my goals as well. 
Is it is it a little? I don't I don't know how to. I mean, it's got to be a little awkward. To, hey, can you contribute to my campaign? Maybe people do so willingly. And now now I'm looking. At it. It's all sideways for me. I and my other computer, I could turn it. But there was there's somebody from Naples, Florida, on there. I know yeah. Mitch's. I know Mitch's uh, mother-in-law is like one of his biggest contributors, and she's in Milwaukee. Um, and I'm sure you have like family members from from you know you know out of town or even in town that are that are contributing. But the idea here too is that you, like you look at this list and you're like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't even think that maybe uh, that's great that they they contributed to my campaign. But it's just kind of awkward. Hey, give me some money. <laughs> well, and then some of the well, let me put it this way: the whole thing is awkward from the moment the very first check I took. I I. I put it out on social media saying this is the most humbling thing that people with their hard-earned money are giving because of they believe in me as a person. I mean, obviously we all um, have raised money for other entities probably, but this was for me and they believe in me, and that is the most humbling thing. So it started with check number one and then to just, um, you know, have honestly some of my biggest um, contributors I've known for 20 plus years. These are personal friends. And so um, the, the whole thing, knocking on a door of a stranger is awkward. That's something that not a lot of people would find joy in doing, right? No. So running for mayor is not a natural thing, and you just have to realize this is part of it. And um, after so many times, you get used to it. But I tell you what, the most, the sweetest, sweetest contribution was um, an, an um, elderly woman who I know is on a very fixed income who sent in a $10 check. You know, that's the one that makes you go, oh, that's, that's somebody giving truly from the heart. So, yeah, there's nothing natural about it. Um, and that I keep saying to my family because they say, oh, do we, do we have to help you with this or have to help you with that? And I say, people have invested in me and my campaign, and I can't. I have to do everything and hope I don't have regrets in in the end of saying, I wish I would have done something just a little bit more. So, you know, that's that's the hard part as we approach Tuesday. There's so many people that put their faith and in, in, invested in both candidates. And I know we both want to finish strong. Yeah. And I don't think, uh, you know, people that contribute to one campaign or the other, I think either 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 way the race turns out, I think lacrosse is going to be in, in a pretty good situation. I will say it sounds like a can. I was going to bring this up. And now you said that. Sounds like a campaign finance violation, Vicky. I didn't see a ten dollar donation. I when I counted Mitch's, there were twenty two uh, donations under ten dollars or under. I didn't see that one from. Uh, so it sounds like maybe you're going to have to bow out of the race. This ten dollar one didn't show up. <laughs> it, it did just come in. The oh, report okay. was through the twenty second. So, oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, that makes perfect sense. So now, I, and that, that's what I was going to get you on, Vicky. You need a couple of people, one of your a couple of your friends to just give like three, four dollar. Uh, donations because that's what everyone loves. Oh, look at all the people that just don't have a lot of money that are contributing to our campaign. Yeah. So it's great that you you finally did you know swindle that old lady. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, that's awesome that you know somebody believes in you that much that you know like anything that you know just a little bit. Uh, um, but okay, so when we're, we're what what do you feel like right now with like four or five days, whatever the math is, uh, to April sixth. Um, you know, like just, is there any one big last push that you, that you feel you have to do in these last couple of days? 
You know, it's hard because of Easter. So, you know, you, again, you have Good Friday tomorrow. People are headed out of town because this is spring break. My my kids are on spring break right now. So it's a really odd weekend to finish up on. And um, I feel like Monday's going to be the odd day, to be perfectly honest. Monday's going to be the, the twiddle your thumbs going, what should I be doing? It's the day before the elections. Do I need to do something? And what's the vibe coming off of the weekend? Because everybody just got... You know, Easter, just celebrated Easter. So um, every day I just, um, it's so, I will say this, I, I think this, I'm speaking for Mitch as well. It's so nice not having debate. <laughs> oh my gosh, that has lightened the load so significantly. So really it's just um, making sure that people that support you are getting out and getting to the polls and know where their polls are and are registered and all that good stuff. So because um, you can have all the supporters in the world, but if they don't show up, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I will say that our wisdom debate upstairs and uh, have, seeing you two, you know, spotlights on you, the cameras on you, the direct questions, it's in person, you can see each other. And we talk about this a little bit, but man, I'd be drenched in sweat the whole time and in a nervous wreck. I don't think I could ever run for office. I can do this in the studio a little bit easier, but if I had to do something like that, I would, I don't know, I don't know how I'd handle it. And you guys both handled it pretty well. I think we did handle it well. Yeah, I made the joke the last time that, you know, I have a heart rate monitor on my watch, and it has never gone off. There's only been two times, and it has to do with the very, very, very first debate. And the second time was standing in your studio because I was just expecting to just get hit hard. And uh, so my heart rate as I was standing still was going crazy, and it, it alerted me going, your heart rate's really high, and you're standing still. Are you alive? So... Yeah, um, so that was that was that actually provided a little bit of levity to go. All right, buddy, calm down. Like you shouldn't be this worried about it. But yeah, it's nerve wracking. Um, and then lastly, before I let you get back to, I think halftime's probably over, so I'll let you get back to the game. Um, just the the mass mandate was repealed yesterday, and there's no. Uh, it doesn't appear to be any legislation from the uh, legislature uh, to reenact the mass mandate. Uh, I, I've I've argued over and over again. This puts the onus on a lot of part-time workers that stand in front of doors of private businesses, yeah. of businesses all over. Uh, and and just, do you have any message for for the idea that we we don't have this mandate, but we still have a pandemic and only like tw- uh, what is it somewhere in the twenty percent of uh, the Lacrosse County population is vaccinated? Yeah, I think the fully vaccinated. Yeah, I think we were at like 30 or something with one vaccine, but yep. um, as opposed to fully. But, you know, I it is it was tough in the beginning. Right. So now we're hitting the reversal. There was a lot of tension when the mask mandate went went on. And then you're putting the burden on those employees and just the hostility. And I think we're going to end up with that now. But the really interesting thing, I will tell you at this game, it actually feels odd. You're, you're outside sitting on bleachers. There's no one around you except your family and your, and everyone's wearing masks. And I will tell you on a day like today, it's nice because it's warm, but I think there's still going to be, um, I'll say entities. So whether it's a business, whether it's a school, whatever, that's still going to say, this is how we're going to operate. And I think it's, if they, if they choose to continue with masks, which I think many will, um, it will be much easier to just have people keep it on than um, having on again, off again type of um, things happening. So I think I think there's probably going to be businesses, organizations that say this is still a mask on. Um, if you enter, we still are asking you to wear a mask. 
Yeah, definitely. I don't, yeah, when you're out at a game in the bleachers, as long as the bleachers aren't packed, I don't really, I don't really see a problem. I don't have a problem with being outside and not wearing a mask. Um, it is funny that some sports, uh, the kids are wearing masks. Other sports, uh, you know, even college athletes, pro athletes, you know, depending on testing. But uh, when you get to the the younger, and then you know, these these uh, entities aren't able to afford testing, so to speak. So the 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 soccer players, they're wearing masks out there, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's different because that's a contact sport. So, um, but they are they are wearing masks, and that was a requirement, of course, of all everyone coming in that they wear masks. So it's still it's still happening today. We're wearing we're wearing masks, of course, at the chicken queue. So um, you know, you, uh, a lot of it is you want you want people to feel safe, even if they are vaccinated, they are um, being asked to wear masks, and so. Um, again, we're in this reversal time that's very interesting. It's kind of like when we entered mask, wearing masks, we're kind of in it as we, when, when is it socially acceptable to not wear a mask? And is that just a, is that a light switch? Does that happen instantly or is it a gradual thing? That's, that's where we're going to be in the next few months here. Yeah, we'll have to start that that conversation. That's a good conversation to have is what is it when we hit 80% vaccinated then we can just lift the, you know, those those kind of restrictions or somebody can tell us it's safe. Uh that's a good question. Uh maybe worth talking about some more. Uh but I'll right. let you get back to the game. Uh thanks a lot for joining me and uh Vicky's going to be out at uh Pearl Street Brewery, right? That's right. Uh, for the yep. for the Sprout for Kids Chicken queue, I think it goes till 7 p.m. So if you want to get out there uh, for a good cause and, and meet one of the mayor candidates, go ahead and do that. Thanks a lot, Vicki. Thank you. All right, bye. Bye. All right, running late. I just want to get Vicki some time, and uh, Brad's got to do the news. But before that, Scott's comment, we'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. If you want to get in here, 608 608- 785-7914 is the talk and text line. Everybody should be trickling in. Uh, well, I, maybe, I don't I guess I don't know what time the Brewer game ended because I mean, I'm going to listen to opening day Bob Euchre on WKTY over my show. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be honest. Totally got to be honest. I'd probably be listening to Bob Euchre, but the Brewers and Twins game is over. And for anyone that watched or listened, I think what you do is – Kent, Kent might know this. Kent's on the phone. Kent, do you do you watch the Brewer game and turn the radio on so you can hear Euchre? Are you one of those guys? The TV on, and I was listening to you, Rick, but oh. the Brewers won. Yeah, I see that. They can't the three bo- three runs in the bottom of the ninth and then uh, another <laughs> run in the, the – like unbelievable opening day. I don't know. I'm going to look at the scoring here. So uh, Shaw doubled to right center, scored, scored Yelich and Hira – and then Arcia grounded into a fielder's choice. So not like the coolest way to win in the 10th inning, but a fielder's choice RBI uh, in the bottom of the yeah. night. So like a walk-off fielder's choice. doesn't happen a lot. Not a lot. And then my uh, brother-in-law lives up in St. Paul, so he's a big Twins fan, so I'll be giving him a call pretty soon. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you got to send him uh, send him the box score or some screenshot. Or uh, The Brewers have a, a pretty, a pretty fun Twitter account, too. They put a lot of uh, just funny stuff on there. Um, but yeah, I I, uh, I stole your topic. But go ahead, you you called for a reason. Go ahead, man. Yeah, I heard you were talking about earlier. You're going to what? Start next week. You're going to be on at eleven in the morning. Yeah. So like, uh, there, there's kind of a big hole, right? We've 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 created uh, the you know nature took Rush Limbaugh and and created a big hole in in the lineup. So at eleven. A.M. Uh, eleven to two now because Rush is no no longer with us. There's a big slot open up opening up there. So 
Uh, we've been talking about this for a while. So La Crosse County Democratic Party Chair William Garcia and I have been we've been doing uh, just really prepping the last couple of weeks on on how we would would take over a show a slot like that a long three hour slot and uh, just breaking down you know how we would do that and what we would want to talk about and uh, you know and then this uh, honestly I don't I I don't know uh, what's going to happen to this slot maybe we pull back Ramsey or or push out Sean and Hannity. I'm not really sure, but yeah. Uh, th- so me and me and Tregoski tomorrow, uh, and then we'll move to the morning. That's perfect. But you know, you got some big shoes to fill her for Rush. Rest his soul. Yeah, I mean uh, that. Me and we're tag teaming it. There's going to be two of us, right? So it'll be fine. It's not a big deal. Well, two two Democrats, and you know, Rush was pretty much a Republican. So I mean. One thing I ask you, just don't be all that biased while you're on there. I know you take my calls. But do you call a lot of people's do you, calls? Do you call into Rush and tell him not to be biased? Did you used to tell him that? I, I, I've <laughs> tried many times, but, you know, a national program like that, you can't get through. But at least I get through to you, and I just want to thank you for your uh, your commentary and your, your radio talk you, show stuff that you had going on here. And, uh, yeah. If you need someone to fill in your spot, the mayor of the north side, Ken Porter, will do it. <laughs> right. You, well, you and the old mayor, Tim Cabot, you guys could do I asked Cabot if he wants to be co-host. I've asked him because we still don't know what Tim Cabot – any rumors out there on what Tim Cabot's going to be up to? I haven't heard nothing yet, but Tim and I could be like tag team on your old spot if, you know, you want us to fill in. Yeah. Uh, be, yeah, it'd be great. I think, I think Tim Cabot could – I mean – Honestly, thanks for the call, Kent. Honestly, like I talked to, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fall over in the studio here as I try to pull myself up. This COVID, this COVID 15 that I put on the last year is just getting to me. I tell you, uh, if, if nothing else, like the health aspects of it, and then just the mental aspect of knowing that I'm just fatter, it's so annoying. Uh, I did get a Y membership a couple weeks ago. I've been, I've been slowly easing into. Uh, so when I do run out to the car because I forget stuff and run back, eventually in a couple of weeks I'll be better. I won't be out of breath. I could also just remember not to, to forget stuff in the car. But yeah, we talked to Cabot, uh, and we'll, and, and Mayor Tim Cabot will be on with us. The last time we'll call him Mayor Tim Cabot. Then he'll just be Tim Cabot. Uh, he'll be on uh, with us Monday. Right, we could do a little preview of the the mayor's race. We're wrapping up. We're finally wrapping this thing up. Right, it seems like it's been like uh, like the the way the con- the pandemic has taken ten years off of all our lives. This last year has felt like ten years. Uh, this mayoral race uh, with all the debates and and I don't think it's a bad thing, but it is probably really taxing. Vicky kind of mentioned it too a little bit uh, when she joined us earlier in the show. Um, just been very taxing on them, and I don't know if it can be overkill for us as as people that are, well, I'm not voting, but I, I like to know where everyone stands, and I like to get to know these two candidates, uh, especially Vicky, because I don't know her as well as I know Mitch, obviously. But I uh, just want to get to know these two candidates and, and how they're, they're going to be, because very selfishly, I just want to know how they're going to do on the air. Well, Vicky, anyway, because we know how Mitch is going to do on the air. Um, but Vicky's been really good uh, every time we've had her. In fact, I would say Vicky's been better than Mitch in terms of uh, talking mayor because I don't go down the path of like, hey, Jay, Drew Holiday and the Bucks, let's talk about that for 10 minutes, um, which is kind of the, the funnest part, I think, about those conversations with Vicky and Mitch, uh, you know, talking to Vicky about her. She's sitting out at uh, her, her, her son's soccer game today, uh, heading to a chicken queue, and then last week uh, giving her crap for... Uh, somebody sent me a video of her walking through their lawn. That doorbell cam that catches that. 
Uh, I sent that video to her. She had to laugh. It was pretty funny. Uh, and I told that, and I learned that the person that was mad that Vicky walked through her lawn, that is a split household. So the, the husband in that household is voting for Mitch and the wife in that household is voting for Mickey, for Vicky. So uh split household there. Uh, when, when we're trying to, uh, to catch Vicky walking through lawns during spring, ruining our lawns, right? Uh, the wife in that situation is probably like, Hey buddy, you don't need to do that. That's my, that's my mayor. <laughs> All right. Number three is calling in. Number three, go ahead. You're on the air. Yeah, I just tuned in a little bit of something a little while ago. It said you were going to start another talk show. Well, yeah, like tomorrow will be – I'm bringing Tregoski on tomorrow like we do every Friday. But that's going to we're be – We're a little college buddy. Yeah, we're, and we're going to sign off. We're going to sign off our lacrosse talk PM rain. And then Monday we'll start – with Rush, Rush's slot on Wisdom, because that's a big hole to fill, right? We need somebody to fill that hole. So me and William Garcia with the La Crosse County Democratic Party, he's the chair there. We're going to take over that Rush spot. I can't do that. You guys know I can't do three hours on my own. You'll all just, your, your ears will bleed, I think. But it, the two of us can tag team it. We've been practicing for a while. We've been game planning. So starting Every Monday. If, well, however many days Rush is on, I don't really pay attention. I'm not five listening. Rush oh, he's on five days. So, well, yeah, so every day, like, Rush is on for three hours a day. So we're going to take over. You're going to have a Democrat. We're going to have a Democrat? I don't know what you mean. Well, you said a, a, a Democratic friend. Oh, yeah, well, he's the, the, the chair of the Democratic Party of La Crosse County. How come you're not having a Republican? Well, that's the, nobody proposed that to me. This was proposed to me, and I was like, I brought. I'm like, yeah, me and William have a pretty good rapport as we've practiced. I've had him on the show a couple of times. I've noticed he's been pretty good. So, um, yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be it. We're gonna go. What happened to your afternoon show? Well, I thought maybe you and uh, sounds like Northside Kent. Do you guys want to? There's a hole to fill here. So, uh, you know, how how do you think you could handle an hour a day? Oh, I could stutter long enough. <laughs> I think maybe sometimes you know the issues better than I do uh, when, when it comes to uh, the city's going to spend money on some kayak building or, or a storage building. Sometimes you catch these things before I do. Definitely, definitely, because I'm an old white-haired guy. Yeah. But I, I think your station, if you're going to go, we're not going to, I don't want to play the political game with you, uh, but I think if you're going to have the Democratic Party on your show five days a week for a couple hours a day, you're really showing that your radio station is going to the left. Well, what, what's been on the air for the last however many, since the 80s? I think Rush Limbaugh's been on since the late 80s on WISM. Yeah, yeah. So were you, were you worried then that it was too far to the right? If I don't want to listen to somebody, I shut them off. Right. That's that's the way to go. I mean, we do have Hannity. He's pretty right-wing, right? Like, he's on here quite a while. Well, yeah, yeah. But I was just, you know, this is like a more of a hometown thing now, not like the national boys that are on television and TV all over the United States. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, 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 to a couple of guys that are the most listened to talk show hosts in the United States, and this is Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Right, and that's what that's what we were talking about is the idea that we have three hours, so we could take an hour and do federal <laughs> stuff. We could take an hour and do state stuff, and then take an hour and do lacrosse stuff. Well, but you we keep don't keep talking. I'll bring you some hard rolls with peanut butter on them. How's that? Well, at, I mean, by by three or four days into doing three hours, you might be, need to be bringing some hard liquor. I think that's my, <laughs> that might be what you need. Jack, to bring. Uh, Captain Morgan. Yeah, definitely. All right. Thanks for the call. 
right. So thanks a lot. Number three. Um, all right. Let me see here. I got uh, I got a couple of other callers here. I don't uh, caller. Who is this? You're on the air. Oh, okay. That's me. Yeah, you're. I, I don't okay. know who, who yeah, he is. So I don't think I'm going to have time to ask the question I was going to ask, but I will say this. I just heard you talking. Now, you cannot possibly fit in uh, for yourself any talk shows because you're going to be headed up the director of an animal welfare agency. Animal welfare? I don't even know what you're talking What? Sure, oh, you're, because oh, you're, Monday my... you were talking oh. about... How you rescued the two dogs. (laughs) So it's going to be a conflict of interest? Yes, and you are the perfect one. I find that very admirable, what you did, by the way. Oh, yeah, I appreciate it. It was really, I mean, honestly, anybody that loves dogs and those two cuddly, that big Pyrenees uh, puppy that was... Uh, 150 pounds yeah. uh, would have fell in love. I couldn't believe you going to uh, all those eff- that effort you put in for that. I think that's wonderful. But I, I have known by listening to you most of the time that you do have um, an interest and a passion for animals. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Th- and thanks. Yeah. Well, my quick question, but it's not going to be time. I was just going to say, um, if any of your listeners know, um, I haven't got my... Uh, stimulus check yet, and uh, most people have, and I was wondering if they stopped, if that has stopped I ha- already. I will, t- I can't I will get tell a you quick. IRS. I, how's your internet skills? Well, I don't know because I don't have a computer. Okay, I will. Here, here. I'll, I'm gonna. I got. I'm gonna run out of time. I'm just gonna hang up. Um, yeah, irs.gov. That's how I signed up for my stimmy check, and they. Uh, I. I did that just the other day. I did that for the first one, and then I had to do some jump through, through some hoops to get it. And uh, now it, it says on there when I sign in, uh, your check is coming. But I will make a call, and tomorrow. I will have an answer for you. Hopefully you can listen tomorrow and then uh, what people need to do. Cause I, I don't, I'm sure that the city has some entities that you can call and they would, they would be able to tell you, Hey, this is, this is what you need to do. I'm sure there are a couple of entities out there and I'll figure it out and I'll have that news tomorrow. Chergoski is going to be on with us tomorrow too. So he, he might know as well. And maybe, and maybe y'all know if there's a lacrosse entity out there that they can call, uh, just text me the number. And I will, I will get that information to her. Um, all right, hold tight. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Just a couple, not even a couple of minutes, less than a couple of minutes to go here on a Thursday. Lacrosse, UW Lacrosse political science professor, Dr. Anthony Chagoski, and join us before we move me and William Garcia, the Democratic Party chair, to 11 a.m. starting next week. And I will say, anyone that anyone that knows this, just just shoot me a text six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four, or you can call if you know the answer to to Karen's question about how she would get her stimulus check, and she doesn't have a computer. So what do you do? She she said, hey, call the IRS. She said uh, I did that, and I was on hold for like I think she said an hour or so. And at, at that point, like, what do you do? You can't. I want to say you can figure out. Um, you could you could probably go to the library and get on the computer there, but if you don't use a computer, then you're not going to go. You're not going to know. So uh, anyone else anyone else knows six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. We can we can kind of let her know, and I I will send out. I know a couple of people I can email just to kind of get an answer to that. They're just going to know better than I will. 
um, yeah, it's a, it's an important question and, and I probably could Google that too, but anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. April fools.